going on? But I ended up going live on my other page and I'm like, oh, I'm on the other page. So hopefully those of you who were on, we had some internet trouble, but hopefully it gets out to you guys. Oh, there she is. Okay, let's try this again. Okay. Hello. Okay. I'm not gonna push any buttons. <laughs> Me neither. I think my my internet is not good in my bedroom, so oh. I came out to where it's clear. Hopefully, <laughs> that solves the problem. Oh, you're, you're no no problem. I like even went on. I started a live again, but I was on my other account, like my personal <laughs> one. I'm like, a second, this is not oh. the right one. <laughs> it's not the right one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're good. Okay, we're in business. Okay, I'm so glad you're here. It's been forever since I've seen you. Yes, it's been so long, so, so long. It's so good to hey, see you. For those of you who are joining, welcome, welcome. This is cute Laura Lynn, and we were in Joseph together, and she's not the first one I've had on here from Joseph, so it was kind of a tight-knit group, and it was really fun to get to know each other. Um, and we actually found out that we were related, right? Yes. Do you remember? Yes. It's like, I don't even remember, like past second cousins or something. Distant I can't remember. Cousins. Yeah. But like not, not that distant also like super. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so fun. Such a so small it's world. so fun when you find things like that out. Yeah. So I just couldn't get her off my mind and said, I need to reach out to her and see if she would mind coming on live because she has such a sweet personality You're so <laughs> and, you, and you just bring people in. So. Thank you. I think you're going to be perfect for this. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Okay. And then we will move on from there. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I'm Laura Lynn. Um, I am currently living in Orem, Utah. I've been born, I was born and raised in Kaysville, Utah, which is just north of Salt Lake. And I've been in Orem for three years. I am getting my undergrad at UVU right now in psychology. I graduate in the spring and I'm so excited. <laughs> So yes, just love psychology, love people. I am currently working as a behavior um, technician. With, it's kind of like just un an unofficial therapist for a clinic for kids with autism. So I'm kind of getting to utilize my degree, which is amazing. I love working with children. I am super passionate about mental health and all of that fun stuff. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I. I'm a big theater kid, like like you just said. We, we we did a show together a few years ago, and it was a blast. And I I love the performing arts as well. And I'm just a big big people person for sure. Are so, you doing anything like right now? I'm not. I wish I could, but I between work and school, there just has not been. <laughs> yeah. Time. But hopefully, once I graduate in the spring, I can I can get back into it. Yes, perfect. So, yeah, yeah, I took my whole motherhood off basically and then towards the end I was like let's go do this together Jared. Yeah. And and it you guys do it together and it's so fun so, yeah I don't have anything planned right now either but everyone's wrong like let's just do it you know let's just so, do it let's have fun yeah fun absolutely. Fun. okay this month is September and I believe that it is suicide awareness month mm -hmm. is it is that right yes. okay I was like I'm saying this but I want to make sure that I'm not like making it up yes Okay, so that ties right into where we're going with your story. So I'm going to let you take it away and share your heart. So yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And I, I didn't, when you reached out, 
a little bit ago and was asking what I wanted to share. I didn't even think about it, it lining up perfectly with, with this month. So this worked out really well. Yeah. Um, so this, this is so close to my heart, this, um, this topic. I have grown up with a wonderful family that I'm so close to, like my immediate family, parents, siblings, we're all very close. And then our extended family is also very close. So I've grown up just with cousins who I love and I'm so close to, and we all, aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins are all just so, so close. And there has just been an amazing love that's been fostered there. And as I've gotten older, I have realized how rare that sometimes is for other people. And I have just come to be so grateful that that is my circumstance. But um, anyway, so a, a few years ago, I I actually, this morning as I was thinking about this I and how I wanted to share the story, I realized this actually starts a little bit earlier than I had originally planned on starting. So back in 2019, I was in my freshman year of college and I decided to apply for an internship with the Disney Walt Disney Company. So I ended up going out to Florida the fall semester of 2019 and was working at Walt Disney World in this internship. And it was crazy whirlwind, insane, adventure of a lifetime. And I ended up having some pretty serious health issues come up when I was out there and came home early before my internship had ended, which was really difficult. And that kind of whole process that led me from being in Florida to coming home and, and accepting that I'd have to, to leave early before my time was really difficult. But um, after a lot of prayer and just guidance from the spirit and Heavenly Father was like, it's okay, like go home, go back to your mom and get healthy, you'll be fine. <laughs> so I did end up leaving Florida and I was able to be home for the holidays. So I was home for Thanksgiving and Christmas, which was awesome. Again, I was able to just be with family and um, my mom's extended family was all here for that Thanksgiving. And so we got to all be together and it was just wonderful, wonderful, happy time. And I was so glad that I wasn't still in Florida for those holidays. So had the holiday season together. It was wonderful. And then skip up to January of 2020. And we very unexpectedly out of the blue lost my dear cousin, Ben out of nowhere, it was completely unexpected. Um, he was in his freshman year at BYU down here in Provo and just like seemingly out of the blue one day was just gone, had taken his life. We had no idea, didn't see it coming. And it, it rocked our entire family to say the least. And was just extremely devastating and something you know suicide awareness is something that i feel like is talked about quite a bit and it's kind of almost a buzzword sometimes as well um but up until this experience it was in my mind well this is something that everyone else goes through this is something that other people experience and you know i don't who, who do i know that i would ever experience that you know going through and ben was the last person you would ever expect to be carrying so much pain and darkness to the point of of leaving and it just rocked our whole world it rocked our faith it rocked our family just across the board and was so so difficult and I remember we we were able to gather as a whole family again um, for his, his funeral and for all of that, which ended up being a huge blessing because then COVID hit, like 
a month. It was like a month after he had, you know, we'd had his, his services and everything. We'd all been together was when the first round of shutdowns happened with COVID. And it was then for the next year, year and a half that our family, our extended family could only be together virtually over zoom calls and things like that. And so that was a little, that was a little blessing in, in the tragedy that we were able to be together that one last time with him before the rest of the world blew up. (laughs) And anyway, it has just, I've been pondering that experience, you know, the last couple of days, because it's been a few years now and it's the pain and the grief is still there, but not as fresh, of course. And I have been just thinking back to how that experience affected and shaped my relationship with the savior and with the atonement. And I, it's safe to say that I have not been the same person since. And my testimony has also not been the same since. And my relationship with the savior has tra- has changed drastically for the better because of that experience and because of other experiences since then. And I've seen that in a very recent experience of mine that is a little bit too fresh to share, but is, is still so personal. And it, it has been an experience that has shown me just how present the hand of God is in my life. And I remember feeling that way four years ago when we all lost Ben and our whole family just had to come together and, and just kind of hold on to our faith and hold on to each other. And it brought on a whole new meaning of, Christ's atonement to me and um, it brought on a whole new meaning of temples and eternal families and I remember the first time that I went back to the temple after he had passed and I don't remember exactly when it was because I can't I don't remember when temples reopened and anything but I it had been it had been a long time and I it had been several months since he passed since I'd been to the temple and I remember going back and on my drive there I prayed Heavenly Father, I was like, listen, I haven't, since Ben passed, I haven't been able to feel him. Like, I haven't felt that he's out there, that he's still existing, just on a different plane. And I, I just, you know, was asking for just some peace and for some reassurance as I was in the temple that day that I could just, just get some confirmation that he's okay. And went into the temple, got dressed, got changed, and was walking in to do an endowment session. And the first sister temple worker that walked out and greeted me on her name tag was Sister McBride, which was Ben's last name. That's my mom's maiden name. And I just remember looking at her tag and just, I just started crying. And she was so sweet. Like, she didn't know what was wrong or why I was crying. But I just thanked her for being there that day because that was an immediate just, an immediate little love note from heaven that was like, nope, he's, heaven is right here in this temple, and, you know, I've got you, and I've got Ben, and it's going to be okay, and I have found so much peace in the temple since then, in the years since, was so excited when they finally all reopened again, and we just (laughs) go back, because that, that was hard to go without the temple (laughs) for a while, and I have, I've tried so hard to go back frequently since then and keep it at the center of my life because I know that temples are just little pockets of heaven and I there's um there's a a speech that was given by I it wasn't Joseph Smith but I think it was one of the 12 that was serving with him um back in the early days of the church and I can't remember who it is but I was thinking about it today and 
um, they talk about how heaven heaven is here on earth. Like heaven's not this abstract this abstract thing out in space. Heaven is still here, and there are angels walking among us every day that can see and hear us, and we just can't see or hear them. And I believe that that is true in day-to-day life and most especially in the temple. And um, that has just become a pivotal, such a pivotal place in my life that I go to to find strength and guidance and answers and peace. And um, this past February, actually, so it would have been three years since Ben had passed away, um, his dad, his parents were able to take his name through the temple and get his temple work done, which was amazing. And that day, our whole extended family kind of set that day aside. And in our respective states, you know, we're kind of spread out in Utah and Washington, Arizona. And (laughs) my sister on her mission in Las Vegas got permission to be in the temple that day as well. And so all of us that day were in our respective temples doing temple work as Ben's work was getting done by his parents in his, in their temple, which was so special. And anyway, just brings it, it has just all come back to the temple for me. And my relationship with the temple has changed so much in the last few years because of that experience. And there, there, there's another quote floating through my head. I, I'm not good with who says things and <laughs> who they are, but I just have words and quotes in my head. And, and one of them, I'm sure it's from a conference talk was that, Um, the atonement gives purpose and potency to every event that has ever happened, something along those lines. And I know that that is true for me, for my personal life, for my day-to-day stories that Heavenly Father's in and for worldwide events and for events within my family. And um, I, the the atonement has just become so real to me because of this experience Um, for a variety of reasons and I could sit here all day and talk about them <laughs> but there in in the scriptures when Christ comes to Thomas and he invites him to thrust his hands into his sides and to feel of the wounds and the scars and that is a personal invitation that the savior extends to all of us today it's a personal invitation to to know him and to know that he has felt every pain that we have ever experienced. He has counted every tear. He cries with us. He knows the end from the beginning, and he will still sit with us in our present day-to-day pain and will weep with us. And I just think that is the most beautiful, hopeful, wonderful thing. And it makes me wish that everyone in the whole entire world knew that truth because I don't know how I would get through life without that, without knowing that I have a personal best friend who sits with me in every single moment and every single pain and heartbreak and loss I've ever felt um, and sits with me in that and walks me through it and has prepared a way to make it all okay. And I, and that goes for not just me, but for people like my cousin who, who come to a place where they feel like there is, there is no more, they can't go any further. There's nowhere else to go. And there is, and I am here to just witness that, that you matter and you have a savior that loves you and you were created in the image of a, a an eternal divine being and you have value. You have value, you have divine value and you matter. 
your story matters, Ben's story matters, and my story matters, your story matters, and everyone who's watching and everyone who has ever lived has a story that was written by an eternal parent who loves them and knows them and knows us. And I, I just, I wish I could just spread that hope and that message to everyone because it, it has changed, it has changed my life. That experience has changed it. And I, I remember one of the, one of the most frustrating things for me after Ben had passed away was how much people would say, with all good intentions, of course, but would just say, oh, well, you know, it was God's will or, you know, Heavenly Father, you know, just something, someone on those lines, like, well, Heavenly Father is a plan. It was all part of the plan. And I was like, no, there, no, there's not. Like that is not true. There is no way that that sweet, sweet spirit cousin of mine who I love to death, that him leaving us too early was part of the plan. I don't buy it. That is not, that is not the kind of God I believe in. And I think over time I've come to learn that no, it was not God's will, and we all have our agency, which is a beautiful and infuriating thing at the same time. <laughs> but while it may not be God's will when we, when we make choices like that or others that we love make difficult choices, that's why we have the Savior. He gave us agency, and he gave us a Savior to balance out our our agency and um to give those choices we make purpose regardless of where they take us. And I just, I, how beautiful, how wonderful is that? <laughs> yes, it is so beautiful. Well, I have a famous question that I ask <laughs> and I'm just curious, going back to that time where this happened or thinking about someone going through it right now, what would you tell yourself or them if they are in that, situation right this moment wow i i think the big thing i would say i mean our family kind of coined this term of your story matters and i think that is what i would tell anyone and everyone 24 7 that you your story matters and i mean your your instagram handle says that he <laughs> is my story he is in our story in those in our, in our big overall arching life stories, yes, he has a hand in it, but I think I've come to learn in just the past year or so that he's in our daily stories as well, mm -hmm. in all of the, the details and he's aware of us and he, we matter to him. And so our stories are not over yet, no matter how dark and hard and difficult it gets, your story is not over, you have a divine, being who loves you and who has prepared a way to write you the most beautiful glorious story and ending than you could imagine for yourself so just just hold on and turn to the savior turn to the temple because it all matters it's not for nothing even when it feels like it is oh thank you so much i'm just gonna briefly recap like points that i loved so i love how she said that she hasn't had experiences since this one that she's sharing but it's so fresh on her mind, you know, that she's not ready to share it. And I just want everyone to know it's okay that you don't share your story right now. Do you know what I mean? We all have experiences that we need to heal through and grow through, and it does take time. And when your time comes, you'll know when it's time to share that piece of your story, yeah. you know? And so I just loved how you pointed that out. So thank you so much. And then Laura also talked about her not feeling her cousin for a long time and so she took the time and to go ask like 
for peace. And how many times do we realize like, or we don't realize that we can just ask for that peace or comfort, or if we have questions, just reach out and ask our heavenly, our heavenly father, right? I think that's amazing. And it's such a simple thing, but I think even myself forgets, like I can just ask. Like I just had an experience um, like last month, I think we were driving down south to go out of town and we were trying to beat this storm that was coming and we knew it was and in the middle of nowhere it like came down really good and we're like oh this is a little bit nerve-wracking and this just reminded me of that and I remember like Jared my husband leaned over and he's like will you say a prayer and I was like yeah you know so I was saying a prayer and that was like normal you know but while I was saying my prayer I was inspired to like ask for like the rain to calm like for him to calm the rain you know and help us be safe and the drivers are and that thought entered my mind but it didn't quite come out yet because i was like it just felt weird for me to ask for that kind of thing like a miracle type thing like please stop this rain you know yeah but at the same time i was thinking this like that spirit came to me and then i was thinking like the opposite like that's weird i can't ask that but then in the moment i'm like why not? Yeah. You know? And so in my prayer, I asked like, please calm this rain, you know, if it is thy will, you know, like help us get there safely. And not a couple men minutes later, like pretty, like maybe not even a minute, maybe like two minutes. I don't know. It just seemed quick and it calmed. And I was like, isn't that amazing that like, I was thinking I can't ask for that, but yeah, I felt like I should. And I did. And it's amazing when we take the time to ask for what we need. Yeah. Come. Yeah. You know, I love that. So yeah. heaven is very close. Like you were saying. Yeah. And, and I love um, that God is not, he, I don't see him as this like generalized, like umbrella God. That's like, I'm just going to shower all of you with, with, you know, the same general kind of regular blessings, whatever. He is so specific yeah. to each of us and he wants to bless us so intentionally and so personally with the blessings that we ask for he's not looking to just well shower you know same same old same old blessings he he's a deliberate a deliberate personal god and i love that yes it makes it very individualized for sure okay is there anything else you feel you want to share (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) i think it was wonderful thank you yeah okay Thank you so much. I don't know. Before this started, did we introduce you on this yes. part of the live? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did I miss that on this part? Okay. No. Well, thank no. you so much for sharing. I love your testimony you. and your bright spirit. Thank so. you for having me. I love what you're doing. This is so this is so awesome and so needed. So thank you. Well, you're sweet. Okay, I'll talk to you soon, okay. hopefully. Sounds good. Bye. See ya. Bye.